Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Foyer Chats podcast. We are so thankful that you are here. Myself, Kelsey Pasma, and Emma Jawasink, my co-host. We are just so thankful to have your loyal listenership. And if it's your first time, welcome. It's a really good conversation, especially if it's your first time. A great intro to Foyer Chats because that's what this is. It's really a coffee shop conversation, coffee shop style conversation with our good friend, Jake Martin, also known as Boy from the Mitten. We talk all about the benefits and the reality of being a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur and how it's okay and beneficial to do more than one thing. And sometimes how our brains need that switch back and forth, but it definitely takes some strategy. It takes some planning. It takes knowing what you're doing. And Jake is a fantastic expert to lead this conversation. He runs The Boy from the Mitten. That is his photo and videography company for the adventurous, the in love couple, and he's such a great storyteller. I'm endlessly inspired by him. He also is a fantastic and super successful realtor, and he does both, like both full time. And it's amazing to see how he balances that. And it's cool to hear how he talks about planning out his year, taking on a certain amount in both photo and video, and then in his real estate business and how it really can complement each other, both financially and like mentally and creatively. So we just have a really, really open and candid conversation. Really would be what you'd hear if you overheard the three of us sitting at a coffee shop. So first of all, we're so excited for you to listen to that. Before we jump into that, I have to make a little Foyer Chats podcast update announcement. So I just want to let you know, this is our first season. We've done, I think this is our 18th episode, and I'm so, it's been amazing. It's been a lot of work. It's been encouraging, and we've had such great guests. We're so thankful. We've decided we're going to do this podcast in seasons. So kind of like your favorite Netflix show, we're going to come out with a certain amount of episodes um, over time and then kind of take a break and get re-batched up and, you know, have a really great direction for our season two. So as of right now, there is going to be one more episode next week that will wrap up season one, and then we're going to come back in the new year with season two. And we already have a few guests lined up that we'll be recording in the meantime for season two. And guys, if you liked any of these episodes, it's going to be that and then some. Super tactical, super just telling great stories of great entrepreneurs. And it's definitely something to be excited about. And I'm excited about season two for sure. But today's guest could not be a better, you know, it's not the wrap up because we're going to have one more next week, but a great exclamation point because we're going to have a double exclamation point with one next week. You know what I mean? If you've ever texted me, you know, I'm obnoxious with those, (laughs) Um, but we can't wait for you to listen. I'm going to stop babbling here. Kelsey, just zip it. Let's get to the goods. This episode's already long enough, but I don't even care because it's that much fun, and that much worth your time. So without further ado, let's get chatting with Jake Martin, Boy from the Mitten. Hey, hey, friends. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Emma. And you're listening to Foyer Chats. 
Here in the foyer, we talk all things business, lifestyle, and everything in between. Come for the coffee shop style chats, leave with a fire under your booty to take on all the things. All right, Emma, you ready to dive in? Heck yeah, let's go. Hey, hey, Jake. Welcome to the pod. We're so excited to have you here. <laughs> How's it going? I feel like this is just our Clubhouse chats now that we started. If nobody knows, we started these chats on Clubhouse, the app, back when that was like hot. a year ago, I feel <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, so if you yeah. know, you know. If you were an OG uh, mm-hmm. Clubhouse listener, you saw Jake's picture pop up yep. often. Yeah, you yeah. always had fantastic insights and great conversations. We're like, what are we doing? Why haven't we not had you on sooner? So oh, yeah, so funny. Yeah, I think I met you via that, those Clubhouse chats. Yeah, because Kelsey one time was like. Oh, like this is my person that does like my client gifts and she's so cool. And I was like, I need a client gift person. There we go. That's so funny. Emma. I love it. I love it. Uh, Well, Jake, why don't you give us a little rundown for those of you, for those who don't know who you are, give us a little background on you, your businesses and what you do and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so I run a wedding and elopement photography, videography company, um, called the boy from the men. I am boy from the men. I don't know how to say that. Um, you are boy right. from the men. Just you are brand. your brand. The, the boy from the men. <laughs> I actually just put that on my license plate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so goodness I love gracious. It. How? Um, just the acronym? It just BFTM. Heck yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Big and you that. have merch. Where's my sweatshirt, by the way? Can yeah, I get one? I think we, we need a couple of them. I know. I'm trying to figure that out because I feel like a lot more people are asking me for them. Yeah. Like friends of mine. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm fine with it. Whatever. Free branding, right? Heck yeah, all, sure. All about that. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Put us on the list. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Keep um, no, you're good. Uh, so I've been doing that for four years now. Actually, I just saw like on my memories on Facebook, it was like, <laughs> you launched your first video four years ago. And I was like, oh my goodness gracious, that's crazy. Um, so that started out four years ago. I did one film that year and then it's kind of just really grown from there, which is amazing. Love that. Um and then I started real estate about five years ago. So I also work with my parent, my dad and my brother doing real estate, um, selling houses here in the West Michigan area. Um, so like literally all over from Grand Rapids to Holland to Grand Haven to Muskegon to Cedar Springs, kind of just all over the place. Um, so my brother, and my dad also do that. My dad's been doing it for 30 something years 35 I think it is and then my grandpa before him did it and my grandpa before him so I'm a fourth generation realtor oh wow Um, so fun yeah so it's really cool because like I don't know just like I saw like when I was a kid I would always ride in the car with my grandpa like from my soccer practice to house showings and then my dad the same kind of thing 
So I've kind of just always grown up with real estate in my life. Um, never did I think I was going to do that because I thought that was a very boring thing to do. Um, <laughs> I was like, that doesn't seem like it's fun. You just show houses. Um, <laughs> that's all you do, right? <laughs> right. That's all you do is just show houses. There's nothing in between. So yeah, that started out about five years ago. I just started doing like some behind the scenes stuff in real estate, working on calling people for my dad and like setting up appointments as well as like working the our like clients, our past clients and stuff and starting to do like events and whatnot. So um, yeah, that kind of all took off and sure you haven't it's, been busy this last year between the housing yeah. market and all the weddings yeah, <laughs> not busy kind of, at all it's <laughs> nice in a sense because like I know like contract wise like with photography and videography like what I'm yeah. gonna do so I know how much I can take on in real estate wise um which this year I took on way too many but I'm feeling <laughs> that now um <laughs> But yeah, it's been really good. I like doing both those things and they're kind of different, but also very similar as as like as far as like being a part of somebody's like big moment in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with like a lot totally. of first time home buyers. So it's a lot of that kind of like educating them, guiding them through the process, which a lot of like, I mean, a lot of couples don't realize it, but like us as like wedding creatives, we have to do that for them you have mm-hmm. to guide them through the whole like here's what your day is gonna look like you're gonna you know and kind of help them do that right so same thing in real estate I just kind of help them buy the house and guide them through that whole process so that's so interesting that it's yeah it's yeah, like the same people like group that. and you're yeah you're just it's probably because you love people and you love that like exciting phase of life and being there with yeah. people on those moments. I That's really so cool. do. I, I love being a part of people's big moments. I think like just like being able to help them and see them so happy with that. Um, it's something that's just like super cool and unique and that you can't get that anywhere else, you know? Yeah. Um, oh. Cool. Oh, I'm, it's so fun to, to hear. Well, it's cool to hear how everyone's kind of comes together because I think, I mean, that's the whole background of this conversation is like being multi-passionate yeah. and it, it's fun to hear how, you know, from the outside, it seems like wedding video, videography and real estate have nothing to do with each other, but yeah. it's cool how you can find, you know, kind of weave it together in that way. But I want to yeah. preface this conversation just a little bit because Jake and I just shot a wedding together up north. We had quite the adventure. Um, so familiar. out of the loop. You guys all have your little wedding pro groups. And I'm like a little bit in it, but not like all the way in it. You can see the, the, the fun stuff. We yeah, get right. to adventure across the state in the right. And yeah. I just watch it. Uh, yes, literally this time. Um, by boat and plane. Um, anyway, so we spent a lot of time together a few weekends ago and it just brought on a lot of great conversation and especially this one about being multi-passionate and being quote full time and all of that. And halfway through the conversation, I think I said, Jake, pause. 
we need to be recording this so we can keep talking, but we're going to have this conversation again because I think it's so pertinent to a lot of creatives and entrepreneurs and all of that. So I love car ride conversations like, like that. I get so passionate about them. I'm like, I should really just start like talking a lot more and like recording myself when I'm in the car (laughs) because that's where I feel the most passionate. You guys should have just recorded this on the way home. We should have. What were you thinking? That would have been funny. (laughs) I know. I just came home from Petoskey on Saturday and same kind of thing. I'm on my way home talking to my buddy and we just got talking about something and I was like, wait, There's nothing else you could do. Yeah. 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 And I was like, dang, I need a cool dad. <laughs> you need a podcast car. It's a Jake. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably so needed for you guys right now because you're in an editing cave all day, every day right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's probably why you're like, let's get out with people and talk about and all the we're things. All we're all creatives and probably a little introspective and yeah. overthink things while we're sitting here by ourselves. That can also be <laughs> for very days. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sounds crazy. about right. <laughs> Uh, well, let's jump into this. Can you kind of just start off talking about like being multi-passionate, how maybe that's not a bad thing? What are some benefits you've found? Because clearly you have a lot of passions and you found ways to kind of like bring them all together a little bit. And I think too, that sometimes there's a stigma about it that you, like we talk, we've talked about niching down so much. And sometimes I think like for me personally, that's kind of hard sometimes because yeah. I want to do Right. This, 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 this. And I truly am passionate about multiple things and want to make multiple things work. But it's like, yeah, you also need to say, okay, let's focus on this right now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um. Well, I guess like I, from as long as I've remembered, I've always been like a big, like, just love doing everything that I could possibly do. Right. So my entire childhood, like I played soccer, I taught myself how to play guitar, taught myself how to play the ukulele, <laughs> loved doing GoPro videos, would like wake surfing, all these different things, like just multi-talented kind of person. I'm not in a cocky way or anything, but like <laughs> just like would always do that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So like I've always been super like multi-passionate about like different kinds of things in my life, right? So when I I went away after high school to a program called YWAM and then I came back and I had no idea what I was going to do. I mean, even like when I was trying to decide college wise, I had no idea. And because I hated the idea that I just had to do one thing for the rest of my life. Right. And I was like, Mm -hmm. that just does not make sense to me. Like, that's so long. Right. And I'm like, and I'm going to go to college for eight years or four years to like yeah. go do one thing for the rest of my life. That is like a long time. I'm not sure if we don't understand that. It's a that. big commitment. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I have to figure that out at what age? Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to know? Um, Isn't that crazy just in general that that's, it really that's what is. it is? And that's when you spend the most money to on college. Yeah. When well, because like, I feel like even if I look at like my old. personality, like when I was like, 2021 right like my personality then to like what it is now three years later is completely different you know and I'm like how would I have known yeah Mm -mm. you know I mean it kind of just forms you I guess in a way and it's Um, interesting like 
I mean, I look at our parents and your dad has done that for however long, 30 yeah. some years. My dad has had the same job since high school. And, and I think it's, too. Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting that that's what we saw. So that's what we like went into college thinking like, I need to pick one thing because mm-hmm. that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. And, you know, the internet, all this, being able to be an entrepreneur has opened us up to being able to, to do more than one thing but I guess yeah that's kind of why we felt that pressure huh well even just like I mean out of all my friends in college or in high school I was the only one that didn't go to college really like I I probably I I was the only one that I knew that didn't go to college Mm -hmm. um and now it's crazy too to me I just right interrupt no it's it's honestly It really is. And I mean, like, I have total, like, respect for everybody that goes to college. I just knew that that wasn't my thing because I am a multi-passionate type of person. Um, Props to you for knowing that. At yeah, that point that's too. very, very wise. I should well, have known that. Well, I don't really that. knew it at that time, but I knew it, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. We'll say you um, knew it. <laughs> I was like, I want to do something. And I'm a very, like, entrepreneur type person, too. So, like, I wanted to make a coffee shop or do something like I wanted to be a part of something so much bigger than just going into like something and clocking in clocking out Ugh, I should have been um, friends with you when I was 18 because <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah because I was in the same same boat like no one around me was doing anything other than yeah going like and they all knew what they wanted too that's what always blows my mind about it like so many people know right off the bat I want to oh, go do I this know. and then they go do it yeah but I mean there's definitely been in the last couple of years, I feel like there's been a lot of people that have that, like I went, Kelsey and I went to school with that don't do that anymore. <laughs> so many people. And like, you know, I mean, even like in the real estate world, like I deal with that all the time. I hear people that, you know, went to college and then they're like, oh, but I don't, I, I got my degree in this, but I don't actually do that. Like I do right. something else. Yeah. And that's a very common thing. Right. And that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, not to go down like a whole tangent about college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyways, I kind of was just like in real estate. I work at a company called Keller Williams, and there's all these different courses about creating your life by design. Um, and it was something that like I was really listening into and being in tune with and just like they were talking about how like you create the people around you to support you to do what you want to do and to create the dreams. Mm-hmm. And those types of words would always stand down to me. Cause I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like I can do it, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I kind of was just like, I don't know what this is going to look like in 10 years, but why worry about that when I can live in the now and live what I'm doing right now? Yeah. Um, So when I got back from YWAM, I started doing just real estate stuff and then um, got into that. My sister ended up getting engaged and um, she, during like, we went out to Maine, like Bar Harbor, Maine, um, to Acadia National Park, which is like the most gorgeous place in the entire world. I'm obsessed. Um, So she got engaged, but on that engage, like when she was getting engaged, I took videos of it, like not even thinking of anything. Like I always took videos of like our trips, made videos, all that, and um, sent out the video. Somebody then DM me was like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can do two things. Like real estate's a lot of time consuming stuff. And then um, my dad was like, well, you know what? You really, you love it. 
why don't you just go after it? Try it out. See what happens. Good for dad. Yeah, yeah. dad. Dad's been very supportive of a lot of <laughs> things. That's so in my good. Life. Yeah. Um, he also was like college dropout and then has started doing real estate with his dad. So I he mm-hmm. knows kind of like we're very the same type of person up mm-hmm. in the head. Um <laughs> so um <laughs> I don't know why that was not funny to me. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. But anyways, we're a lot alike, him and I. Um so I think he really knew what, like, what I was thinking here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I shot that first wedding and then it just like started to grow. And I mean, ever since then, they've been super, you know, willing to help me out in any way. So that's been super good, but multi-passionate. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> what was the question? Yeah, like, mm, let me go back. Well, so let's go to that point where you're growing your business and yeah. you're feeling your video business. You're feeling the pressure of like maybe going full time. At least if you're like me, that was the goal. Like when I was doing yeah. photography on the side, working my corporate job, it was like, I need to get out of my corporate job. I need this to be full time. Um, because that's what I'm seeing all these crazy, fancy, fun announcements yeah. on Instagram and everyone's cheering right. you on once you go full time. And, and there's podcast episodes titled how to go full time in your business. Like, yeah, not that that's wrong, but like make six figures in your business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where, where was your head at? Cause I thought, I feel like you have had a pretty unique outlook on it and a very wise outlook on it from the beginning versus someone like me. Yeah. So whenever somebody <laughs> asks me, I kind of just say, I'm like, honestly, I do both of these things very much full time. Mm-hmm. Like I pour in a lot into my, you know, boy from the mitten business. And I pour a lot into my real estate business. Um, so I do a lot of like behind the scenes stuff in real estate. And I also sell about 40 homes a year, um, wow. which four is a zero. lot. That's four a- zero. Fun. <laughs> Um, so last year, I was, so many like weddings. Third or this year, no. I did twenty six. Oh my gosh! So, um, and then like last year, I was like in the top like five of the thirty under thirty Rapids for real estate. Heck yeah! So like, I do everything very full time. It just doesn't look like it's full time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that the way that I set myself up with is that. I want to give creative freedom and create like just my schedule to be able to be open to whatever comes up. I can do it. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I would see those things like, Oh, go full time. I was like, yeah, that's super cool. But that's just not, it's not a long-term thing. Right. Like I would shoot 15 weddings and I would feel dead Mm -hmm. and then I would hate my job And then I'd be like, why am I doing this? And then just having like that whole like existential like brain tumble. And then it would be October and I'd be like, why am I doing this? (laughs) And then May would start up and I'd be like, let's go. Like, you know, so I was like, oh, like that just doesn't seem good to me. Like why? That's just such a a go around of emotions every single year. Yeah. And trust me, I still feel that. And it's mostly because I'm just tired, but, (laughs) um, I think like 
the way that I kind of like set it up is that I can have the real estate thing to give me something to not, I wouldn't say fall back on. Supplement. Um, Yeah. Kind of like, just like is there to help me guide me through um, and kind of gives me something as a, you know, release or like whatever to when I'm feeling very like, done with my normal like editing like every single day like I have been I get to go show five houses and talk to somebody yeah this is so true it's such a different brain space I didn't think about it that way before where it's like sometimes you're so into yeah the busy season of whatever you're working on but when you have multiple things that you're doing right it gives you a nice break sometimes it really I does. had this, this week a couple times where I was like you know what I'm gonna focus on this stuff because I just can't even think about that right now. right or doing something different yeah. like picking yeah. up a new hobby or picking up something like mm-hmm. I feel like by doing this same thing over and over and over like that makes you go a little stir crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially if you're working by yourself and you're doing something yeah. like on your own, you're not talking to anybody. Like That's why know, we I'm... did Clubhouse to begin with, right? Because right. it was great I mean, during quarantine. Exactly. And that's yeah. why Clubhouse was such a big thing because people felt like they could go there to edit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just edited while they were there mm-hmm. and then talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because that's yeah. all people want to do is have conversation. And... Um, I think that's what I really loved about real estate is I could go there and I could talk. I was talking to my clients. I was talking to my dad. I was talking to my assistant. I was talking to like all these different people Mm -hmm. negotiating, which is a whole different mind puzzle piece, you know? Yeah. So fun. (laughs) And then I would go back and I'd be like feeling like my brain was just like so tired in that kind of realm that it like. That editing on the couch sounded amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it let all that creative juices just kind of like pour out because I wasn't thinking as much of like, I want to say theoretic or like, just like so much more like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I wasn't thinking that way, but I was like able to let my like creative freedom just pour out into my edits. Mm -hmm. So then it let me edit a lot better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I think it's cool because that it doesn't put pressure on either one in a way. Right. I mean, you still are going to feel pressure to like make your business successful, but yeah. you don't have all your eggs in one basket. So you're not putting so much pressure and holding so tightly to either one of those things. It allows you yeah. to like, yeah, in different seasons, probably fill your you know, level out either side with right. what you need yep. and... Well, yeah. and yeah. even so smart. You can even go down the financial rabbit hole with this. Like it exactly. is for me. Oh, big time. I I don't think there has ever been a point <laughs> since I was probably 16 that I would had less than like four sources of income. Like I mm-hmm. I have to. It almost makes me feel not secure if I don't have multiple streams of income coming in. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, that you're able to lean on one or the other. Right. No, this is so good. And I hope, I really, really hope people who are like new or having those, I wish I would have heard this conversation like four years ago when this is all my mind could conceive as a dream right. was going full time as a photographer. And just right. knowing that, that 
if that is your thing that I'm, we're not downfalling that at all. Yeah. If that's what you love right. and you're able to kind of diversify that within your business. Great. But I think it just, I want to give people permission that like, you don't, have it's to. okay. Yeah. Well, it's okay to have multiple things and still be a yeah. BA, you know, photographer. As long as you don't overwhelm yourself, like right. I can right. tend to do. Well, and <laughs> going full time can mean different things for different people too. Like, yes. Exactly. You know, in my head, full time, that means what? 40 hours a week and yeah. whatever. Well, I'd probably work more than 40 hours a week on my business, right. but it's all over the place. It's between nap times and <laughs> like right. late at night, like last night. But I think that the idea of going full time, it can look so, so, so different for different yeah, people. Yeah, I think people you need know? to remember that. Yeah, exactly. Full time can be whatever you want it to be. Like in my head, it's just if I'm basically making what I need to be making, then that's full time yeah. to me, you know? Well, and like yeah. the thing is too, is like I, like my whole thing, like when I was, my dad was kind of always talked to me about like, hey, like, because when he was younger, he didn't necessarily plan for his future all that well. And that was kind of one of his things is that he always would talk to us about just like, hey, like, this is what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to start your retirement fund like early, like mm-hmm. get going on that like right away because like I never did that till I was 30, you know? And so by 20 years old, I was starting to put money monthly into that retirement fund. That's right? awesome. So like, Yay, dad I mean, again. I like you. I know. <laughs> yeah. Let's get him on here. Yeah, for real. Larry. Um, so much wisdom. <laughs> seriously. Um, but I mean, he he was an entrepreneur himself, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's how his mindset was, and he just wanted to set us up for the future. Um, and I learned a lot from him from that. So in a sense, like I've always thought, okay what is the life expectancy of a photographer, videographer, anybody in the wedding industry? How long are they typically in it? Right? Mm-hmm. Like they're usually done like at least by like 35, 40 ish. Right. Like that's a long, if you start when you're like 19. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a long time. 10, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's a long time to be doing that for 10 to 15 years. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same thing over and over every weekend. Right. So I look at that and I was I like, I never thought about this. I plan to work beyond 40 years old. Right. Right. Like I plan <laughs> yeah. to do that. Like 40 years old, I'm still young. Like I want to be hiking mountains when I'm 40 years old. Like, yeah. and I want to be going doing all this stuff. I can't be just like done with working. So I need to have something that I can do when I'm older. Right. Mm-hmm. And that isn't good enough. So like that was kind of like also drew me to like the real estate side of stuff is that I knew I could create like a generational wealth with that. Mm-hmm. Right. And just kind of be able to, you know, set myself up financially, get the clients now to create, you know, uh, referrals and whatnot mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. So that was kind of like my thinking when I was doing all that is just like, how can I set myself up best for the future? And yeah, being full-time as a photographer is great, but like what happens when I'm 35 and all I've done is do photography? Yeah. And I think- Like sure, that might look good on a resume as being an entrepreneur, but what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just had 15 years of being creative and being able to have your own life. Yeah. How are you going to transition into a- nine to five or a different entrepreneur kind of thing. 
Yeah. Like it doesn't set you up all that well. I yeah. want to Unless point out something about you while you're talking that I'm like, is very impressive. I think you are talking about how well you kind of like set yourself up for the future with these kind of things. But you also in the beginning talked about how you love to do what you're doing because you're living in the moment and you get to design your days every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes people do one or the other, like, I'm not that great at being in the moment. <laughs> like yeah. I'm always thinking about the future. Yeah. And I think it's so important for people to realize that, yeah, like this entrepreneur life, it's it's so, a lot of it is in the moment because your yeah. days are completely yeah. different. But if you have exactly what you've been talking about, like setting yourself up for down the road, 10, 15, 20 years, right. it completely changes the game. So I think that, like everyone glean on this wisdom because this is this good (laughs) well I think like that even came from like we in real estate okay these life by design classes that we'd go to creating Mm -hmm. a dream board you know having the things that you want to like do so like we would create a poster board print out photos magazines whatever like creating that dream board and I got into the habit of just like these are the things I want for my future Right. Mm-hmm. But what am I going to do today to get yep. there? Right. Yeah. Like, what do is you, one thing I can do to get closer to that? Do you sit down and go over that every like a certain um, like we used to. Year, every other year? Or, like, we used year. to. But I think more so like in my head, I know what I want. Yeah. And yeah, like, I dream. like, yeah, That's, like I've been feeling that over the last couple of years here. Like I've I used to do it, like reset myself every I don't know, quarter or something about where I wanted yeah. my life to be. But I'm like, I, I kind of know what it like, what I want it yeah. to be 10 years down the yeah. road at this point. Yeah. Um, the stuff that hap- that will help me get there faster is going to shift. But right. Yeah. yeah. I think at some point you're just like, this is, this is, it's clear what I want to, what I want my life to look like. Yeah. And figuring out ways to do that and figuring out, yeah, you don't have to go societally in a full nine to five all the time or societally as an entrepreneur in that one career yeah, right. either. And I think it's cool that that you were able to do those exercises with your with your real estate like when you were so young. Like I think a lot of people it takes longer. Like yeah. for me, I you know, thought I was going to be a full-time interior designer and I got my corporate job and I thought that's what I wanted. And then I started to hear podcasts of things like that. And, and just saying, I didn't have, <laughs> yeah, podcasts. but I Come didn't on. have any <laughs> dangerous. I didn't have any um, entrepreneurial skills at that point. So mm-hmm. I think some people like you being real estate, you learned that you know, right away. Cause that is kind of a very entrepreneurial thing. Yes. You have a company, but you are, you have to build it for yourself in a way to yeah. put the work in. Um, I think a lot of people that come from a corporate job might need that side hustle thing to like pull them out of that realm yeah. first. Like for me, I had to have something that pulled me out of that where it set me up now as like, yes, this is my main stream of income and I have been full time doing this, but now I can kind of look at my life because I have these skills of building a business of like, okay, mm. now where do I want to take this? What do right. I want to supplement this with? Because yeah. like you, I can see that I don't do, I'm not going to want to be doing weddings every weekend in 10 years or five right. years or whatever that looks like. How can I build it out and how can I 
yeah, go back to some of those things like interior design that I am passionate about, but like create something that is sustainable and mm-hmm. just like you allows me to kind of bounce between fill my oh. cup in either sides. Cause it's so similar to real estate. It's, you know, I get to go to meetings in person and, and think critically and strategically and yeah. So it's, it's exactly, we're kind of landing in similar positions now, but two very different roads to get there, yeah. which is interesting. Well, yeah. I love to hear like, these. Like you said, like, like you love creative, like design and everything. And now, you know, like you have that, like thing in your head that's saying like, you can do this. Like mm-hmm. you started off this company yourself mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why yeah. not just go for it? try it out. Oh, what's the worst thing that can happen? You fail. Yeah. Well, goodness gracious. What are you going to do for a hundred years of your life? Yeah. You're going to fail. Something something. Else. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like you can do something else. Like you have time to do something. So much try time. things out. Yep. Why do we think that we need to do one thing and stick to that? I one think thing? I know a big part of this too. And this is just like a light bulb for me is I think that sometimes we have it in our head, what success is as an entrepreneur in your business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the six figure mark. See I don't know. Couple. Six figure is like a thing that always comes up. All podcast, like see, but I think how I, I hit six figures just, or whatever. Yeah, and it's all looks. Yeah, it it bothers me so much because a does that mean pre tax or post tax <laughs> or exactly, <laughs> or is that like their what they brought like their sales or is that their yeah. profit or is this yeah. yeah you know? But I think that it people you need to reframe what your idea of success is and stop comparing yourself to other businesses that probably mm-hmm. have a completely different everyone's different. like idea of what success is maybe yeah. you want to have a family and a big yeah. like honestly for me <laughs> this, this is a new one i want to homeschool my kids oh Which i can't even believe i'm saying that loud i did not think i would ever say use flash but yeah. i didn't even know that right but so now it's that that shifts my how I view things that I'm doing right now so differently because I want to be able to do that in addition. So success for me looks like being able to do that and have my business at the same time and right. being able to make those work. And that's so not for everybody. Like mm-hmm. I want to I want to do so many things that I want to like I want to have a pretty little garden in my house where I'm growing all my food like a little <laughs> home yeah. stutter or whatever. Yeah. But that's that is so not what most not most, but not what everyone's idea of success is. Maybe you want to be on the, I don't know. I don't even know. Big, huge leaderboard entrepreneur, whatever things. That's just not what I want to do, you know? Yeah. 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 And yeah. And it helps you, that experience helps you know what you can take on too. Mm -hmm. Like in whatever direction your business is pivoting, like I mean, we've all had two busy of seasons. So now it's like, okay, I understand my capacity better now as an entrepreneur that yeah. even yet as you're shifting in different areas, you can go into that and just hopefully eliminate that burnout right. that we keep coming back right. to lately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good, Emma. And I think even so like helpful. beyond that too, I think we've just become this world that feels like we need to share, like we're an oversharing like society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we overshare oh, yeah. everything. Oh, right. So mm-hmm. even like finances, like people feel like they need to like create this. It's like Instagram, you know how people are like, Oh, Instagram is just like a highlight of everybody's life. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. So like that is the same thing, even though you might be, be making six figures doing photography full time, 
Um, what about Maybe all those have... nights that you're so yeah. stressed out that you can't even sleep? Yeah, is it worth yep. it? Because you have couples that are emailing you. Like, that's a very real thing. Well, mm-hmm. and maybe and, like, you can't make your house payment that month or right. you're like, you have so much debt or whatever. It means it's completely, like, I, feel, I feel like we all look at whatever success is. Yeah. At least when we start out, you look at success and this is what it is. And in my head, yeah. I think it was, it was always six figures. That's what was in my head. But yeah. I didn't even know what that meant. And... Yeah. It's just, it's so silly. It's, it's so very silly. interesting though. So like Emma, like even with you and your company, cause I feel like this is interesting cause you are creative. You have your creative business that you do with the gift making and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So how do you, like, I don't know if I'm like flipping this on you, but like, how do <laughs> you, good. let's do it. Had, like we're having coffee shop talk here, you know? Right. No, um, this is great. So how do you feel like, being multi-passionate in your business right so like being that you aren't in necessarily a wedding creative like in the side of like but being Mm -hmm. in like client care right how does that look for being multi-passionate I'm curious well for one within my business there's so many different parts some of them are so creative and some of them are so not like I my favorite part is being able to design the gifts to be a reflection of whatever brand or company that I'm working with. And that takes a lot of creative energy. And sometimes I just do not feel like doing that. So I will then batch out a bunch of boxes that need to be made in shipping. Yeah. Versus computer work. Right. right, Exactly. So then I will go in my, yeah, instead of an editing cave, I have like my little box building cave and I put on my (laughs) Netflix or not yeah. podcast lately. I just can't, but like I'll put on Netflix and just, it's brainless for me to be able to actually put them together. Um, and then, you know, I have my times where I'm meeting with different clients. So I feel like within my gift box business, there's a lot of different things that I, in, cause I, I enjoy making the gifts and I enjoy looking for new different types of products and all of it, but it's very different. But I will say in addition to that, there's there's so this. many other things that I, what's that? Oh yeah. This. And then, you know, yeah, this podcast, we have a yeah. lot of dreams and goals for this. So this is a completely different thing. Um, I do a lot of DIY house projects on my personal Instagram account, and I've actually been trying to grow that recently. So that's a whole nother, like I, yeah, there's, there's probably too many things. It's <laughs> good though. Yeah. And you know, I'm also a mom, so Right. There's that's that. a whole that's a There's whole that passion whole thing. in itself. Let me tell you, <laughs> right. like I've been babysitting my niece a little bit here and there, and let me tell you, that is something else. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It is. So I think that yeah, I think that's honestly what drew me to my business in general to begin with was because it was there were so many different parts of it. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, different social media even. Different kinds of passions within that yeah. one. Right. Business. Granted, I am starting to outsource different parts of it so I think it's going to look a lot different like maybe a year from now we need to have this conversation I'll see what it looks like but yeah yeah that's good like you're if you're outsourcing it that's I mean honestly like that's a good thing because you're understanding that like hey I've hit this like mental capacity Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I need to figure something else for that other part because I want to be able to focus on my family or this passion or that passion or that Mm -hmm. like that's what the I things realized, I like, enjoy. That's why we want to be entrepreneurs because we want to do right. the things we enjoy, right? Boom. 
yep. right there. So mm-hmm. Outsource the rest. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, for me, like, I know that like this year, like I put so much into my photography and videography business. Like I did content days and like, I went like really hard with those and like doing two in this year. And then I did 20 something weddings. It led me not to be able to really think about the real estate side. So I did a significant amount less. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I told my parents the other night, I'm like, listen, I'm capping myself off no more after this, like after 10 weddings, I'm like, good. Like in Michigan, no more. Like Mm -hmm. I would much rather be able to have both things and feel a lot better about it. And I was even telling my assistant, same kind of thing. Like, I think that me personally, if I'm doing both things, I'm a lot better mentally and like I'm able to do a lot more Yeah. and my films are a lot more creative and my photographs look a lot more different because I'm not doing the same thing over and over and over and creating this habit of what I'm doing that I don't, I mean, I feel like a lot of times like photographers, like when you're going to engagement sessions, you don't realize it but you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And then you get home and you're like, Hmm, what pose am I going to do? Because I have that same pose on the last like 10 Mm -hmm. posts I did. So what am I going to do? You know? Right. Yeah. I think it it lets it stay creative instead of becoming a production line in a way when you can supplement it like that. Yeah. Do you guys think that I, this is a serious question. Like, do you think that people have to go through at least a year to maybe of being in your business and getting to that point of almost burnout before you figure this out? Like to figure out what your, your capacity is like Jake this year, like if you're <laughs> like just figuring out what things light you up and what things like where, how you want it to actually look like, is there a way to do this right from the get go? Or do we kind of have to figure this out, you know? I mean, I kind of like knew from the get-go, like the first year I did, I did one wedding, August 25th, like 2017. Oh, wow. (laughs) So yeah, it was um, actually funny. It was with the photographer, Michelle Mulliken, who's now a good friend of mine too. So like, that's super cool. Um, But anyways that wedding and then the next year like I did five or six but I was doing my normal real estate stuff um the same like at the same time and then I did like 20 the next year and I was like okay like it wasn't burnout I wouldn't say but I would Mm -hmm. say it was just more so like oh wow that's a lot you know Um, so maybe we're just telling people to have caution (laughs) caution when you're going uh, like I think that's what I was doing is I was just really having a lot of like like, like I said, like my one, like one of my businesses is like a creative thing that I love. It's a passion of mine. And then real estate is kind of something that I know I'm really, 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 really good at, mm-hmm. but, and not a cocky way, but like, it, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty I am, <laughs> but I mean, just kidding. No, <laughs> um, like I, like you have to have that mindset though. I think sometimes that like you are yeah, like, you that you know that you're good. Right. Yeah. Um, so then I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, in my experience, I had to learn it. Like, I think everyone's probably different mm-hmm. and like, yeah, you could tread lightly into it and, you know, keep expanding, but sometimes financially it doesn't work yeah. that way. Like 
in well, order think, for me to leave my full time, I had to hit a exactly. certain number to allow myself to then get to this point now where I can look back and be like, mm-hmm. okay, these last two years, this worked, that didn't. Um, blah blah I blah. Think, yeah, I think there is like something to it though, like of hitting like a certain amount of numbers and then like I think my brain because like I just have I feel like I've learned from a lot of like other people yeah is like when you when you hit numbers and you're feeling overwhelmed take on less put your prices up yeah Amen. right like that's what so I feel like that's kind of like what I've done is that every year my prices like I take on less weddings and then I put my prices up more Mm-hmm. and just keep I'm just like dwindling yep. now now yeah and that, yeah like For and sure. I feel like that's what like if you're young creative like try to do that like yeah mm-hmm. you might have to take a few years and then like mm-hmm. get there but I mean if I'm doing 10 weddings and like making good money off of it like heck you yeah. have to be higher priced yeah 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 like you and, do and you just learn to value your time better too I think with experience yep. Well, and that's the thing is, like, I get confused about is I'm like, I see these people that are doing, you know, that are like, oh, like, become a full-time person. I'm like, okay, but then, like, how much are you charging? (laughs) What is that And you're doing 30 (laughs) weddings. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just put your prices up, take on less? So then you do a better job. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You'll have more time and energy to invest in them and give them a better experience instead mm -hmm. of just showing up with your eyes taped wide open because you're so tired. (laughs) But I mean, I'm sure that there's some people that they, they outsource a bunch of like a lot. Yeah. There's different ways. There's different ways to do it for for sure. sure. I want to make sure. Yeah. No, I know. And I want to, okay. Can I play devil's advocate for two seconds? Because about three weeks ago, we had an episode come out about niching down. Mm-hmm. And I want to like, ra- you know, wrangle this back because I don't want people to hear us wrong and hear yeah. us say like, go do anything and everything, whatever you want. And don't right. be consistent right. with anything in your life yeah. and jump from this to that. Cause that's not right. healthy either. Nope. You have to show consistency and time and put the work in and to build your businesses and build your brand. But yes, there is power in niching in your business. And I think what I would, how I would recap this is like, in whatever business, niching down is is smart because it hones your skill set. So, you know, don't do 15 different things. Mm-hmm. If you are multi-passionate, do a few and don't overextend yourself within those few. So like mm-hmm. for me, if I was going to do interior design and photography, I can't be doing every single kind of photo shoot from newborn to wedding to, all, you know, everything in between yeah. and yeah. do commercial design and residential, all that stuff, like that does not work. So be yeah. experts in in your craft. You have to, but niching is also like a marketing tool yeah. too, yep. more than anything. I And, and just, yeah. it can shift not too. Anything. I think yes. know that it can shift, like maybe that in different seasons of life, it, it, will, sh- it will shift. Not yes. only can it, it yes. will shift. Well, even like me, like I, in my real estate stuff, I do buyers. I don't really do a ton of seller stuff because mm-hmm. I let my dad handle that. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty niche down in like the real estate side where I just primarily show people houses, write up offers and then negotiate from there. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty niche down. And like a lot of times I deal with like a lot of first time home buyers and then 
older people that are wanting to buy condos because for some reason old people like me um, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me i don't know why it it's the be. curly hair i swear oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> so that's like a lot of like kind of what i do and then in the photography world i've really been like niching down to getting more of like the intimate more mm-hmm. um i'm very like selective on the weddings that i do choose because i do have another business that i run and i fully explain that to my couples that like, Hey, like I want to provide the best experience. So Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. am going to like, you know, this is very much like, are you checking me out kind of thing? And like, I'm just feeling if we're going to be a good fit. Right. It reminds me of when people talk about interviewing for a regular job. I love, I, I haven't (laughs) interviewed for a job in a long time, but when I did, I loved interviewing for jobs because I feel like people get scared of it because you they think that, you know, the company's interviewing you and you have to prove yourself or whatever and but I yeah. always flipped it and interviewed them because I wanted to be like, "Well, why would I want to work here?" Right? Yeah. Explain that to me. But I think that that's when you I, I think it takes a while when you're in your business to figure that out, but when you get to that point where yeah, you like you guys get selective. to pick what clients you're going to take based on what lights you up and what you know you're good at and what right. is your sweet spot. Like that's, it's so exciting to be able to know what that is, you know? Yeah. yeah. So niching down is good though. Yeah. Like that is, is yeah. I mean, like I wouldn't, cause then it's going to help you be, you know, your best self because you're going after the clients you're going after Yeah. because that's what, you know, makes you passionate. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so when you do aren't when you are niching down, you're getting those things. Like it's gonna make it better for you to do those things, yeah. right? Because yeah. like if I was to take on every single wedding, good lord, I wouldn't have a day. Yeah, like, right. I yeah. wouldn't have anything. Right. Yeah. Well, and you would hate so you your job to. because it would be yeah. stuff right. that you don't even. It would be weddings that they aren't a good fit for you. Right. Clients I mean, that even, aren't a good even fit even for you. Whatever it estate, is. I say the same thing. I say, I'm hey, sure, you know, yeah. if you don't feel like I'm a good fit for you and I'm not doing you a justice, I want you to tell me. Right. And I can and help I'll tell you. Find you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because I mean, yeah. sometimes I know I go into a house. I'm like, yikes! Like this is not a good fit here. We're not. Yeah, know. I'm not gonna be able to sell this house. Right. right. And they don't yeah. trust me. And if they don't trust me, then it's a lot yeah. harder yep. for that to happen. Yeah. Oof, um, this is good. I think so. it comes it comes so back to knowing yourself and knowing your capacities mm-hmm. because yeah. knowing dang it, I lost my train of thought. I no, I get what you're saying. It was so good. I was waiting. I was like, keep going, Jake. Knowing your Okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. Yes. Yes. Because like if if you're not, it's knowing if you're multi-passionate or not. Like if you're not multi-passionate, if I was just going to focus on photography, I would have the bandwidth to focus on weddings and branding and maybe families or or something like that because I would be able to, you know, do that. But knowing that I need that balance of like switching my brain creatively and the variety and not having all my eggs in one basket income wise, mm-hmm. um, allows me to then, you know, divvy it up and know like, yes, I'm going to run this business yeah. and, and that business. Also, I mean, I think you touched on this earlier, Jake, of how, or I don't know who did, but oversharing and we feel like we need to share everything and all this stuff. And Sometimes you don't have to. Like, Jake, a lot of people that follow you might not even know you do real estate because that's your presence online and your brand. And then you're focusing your marketing efforts in real estate elsewhere. You know, it it doesn't all have to be 
out there in a way yeah. you're you know how you're making income as an entrepreneur i think some i struggle with that sometimes because yeah i don't want to like appear online like i'm doing everything and and i'm not going to do a good job at one thing i don't know i'm babbling but um <laughs> it's kind of can be confusing but i think no, knowing I yourself is the key is what i'm trying yeah, to say and yeah. i think that's like i mean i have talked about it like not very often maybe once or twice or three right. times, right? Um, and just like, but even with my couples, like I do mention it to them. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, like after you get married, like sure. you need somebody to help you buy a house. Like I got, I got you. you. Yeah. And like. And it's not a shameful and thing to have something else. I think that's you know, also part of it. Sometimes yeah. we don't want to talk about that. Or even if you're still working at a coffee I think shop that's really and true. you're building yeah. your photo business, it's not uh, like yeah. I would love to work at a coffee shop. <laughs> Doesn't like... that sound kind of fun? Maybe we it should does. all work at a coffee shop together. Honestly, I've been thinking <laughs> about it like just like as another thing to do. Like why I not? have thought about like, it. For I have sure, all too. that free time in my life yeah. during the winter. <laughs> like why not just work at a coffee shop every night? Ask Kelsey about that. I said I thought bartending would be fun for a hot second there. Oh, I would so do that. <laughs> I said it when I was, you know, six months pregnant, but oh, <laughs> overwhelmed. I, I yelled at her. I was like, oh. She's like, no, <laughs> you may not. It'd be fun, but yeah, though. it would be it fun, fun in a way. In that I season, it made it made zero sense for her. I want to do like a dive bar, though. Like, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Wow, I don't know how we landed here. <laughs> okay. We're coming up on about an hour now, so oh my let's gosh, start how? wrapping things up, and then we can all go get coffee, at, and then put our applications in to <laughs> work at a coffee shop a couple days a week. Yeah. Um, Jake, before we close out, what is your best piece of advice for running your own business when you get started? Or I think we just heard. gave so much of yeah. this, but like... <laughs> so much. Um, bring all of that down into one sentence. How about that? <laughs> yeah first thing that pops in your head I would say not to look at everybody else's business but to mm. look at yours and make your business yours Preach. Yep. like I think that amen you should be able to create it's your business so in your life do whatever you in want with it <laughs> right like if you like newborns and you know and wedding photography then do that who cares nobody says that you can't do that there's no guideline or no book that says what you have you can and can't do like and what you have to follow those industry leaders exactly right and like yeah like those industry leaders are there because they did something different Mm -hmm. like do something different got chills man and like I think that's kind of been my my thought is like why go for the same thing that everybody else is because then you're mm-hmm. just gonna fit in with a crowd. Yep. Like do something so different. Good. Be like original and be okay with not being the quote unquote normal standard. You know, like be excited know, about that. That you're right. not. That's exciting. Right. That means yeah. exactly. Like it's I very love. Exciting. I love that I didn't go to college because now I get to like tell people like, yeah. So like we should have a college episode because I could rant with you. I think we might need you and Nate Nate to come back. He's ranted on social media about this before too. (laughs) Yeah. 
I think him and I chat like after he did that. I think him and I texted for like a good while about how wild. Um, yeah, that needs to happen. Okay, write that down. <laughs> yeah, but if I was to give any piece of my advice, is making your business yours I love and not that. anybody else's. Yeah, and doing what makes you happy. Not what find a way to normal. monetize it. Yep. Right. <laughs> Bam. Honestly, Mike if dropped. you just if you could literally make money on anything that you are passionate about. And you can. You, you can. can. It's yeah. ridiculous. It is. Like, like awesome. I mean, ridiculous. it is ridiculous on how easy it is nowadays to make money. Yep. And people are like, well, that's like, I'm too scared. And I'm Get like. Get over it. <laughs> why? Because yeah. you want to make some money? Figure it out. Like, yeah. if you're passionate about it, You can YouTube do it. anything. And yep. have a side hustle for your side hustle if you can't make right. it work. I've yeah. said this multiple times, but I did shipped for a while grocery right. delivery to make sure that I could cover bills. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not oh, yeah. something to be DoorDash. ashamed of. Yeah, there we go. I did DoorDash okay. and like all those things because yep. I was like, I'm bored and I want to make some money. It's like, kind of fun. Let's go. Oh, it is fun. You meet all those <laughs> weird, interesting people <laughs> while you're out there. Yes. That's why I like, wanted to bartend. I would show up to these places and I'd be like, yeah, I'm really going to go I know. there. Like, Oh my god! <laughs> and then I would run. It's like an <laughs> adrenaline rush. Well, I did it during COVID, so I didn't have to meet anybody. Same. So yep. that was oh the best time to do it because you're just in and out. Mm-hmm. Did you bring it to our house? Because we DoorDash about every other day uh, <laughs> during <no>. COVID. <laughs> I did a lot in like my area of like uh, Wyoming. Okay, so. <laughs> shoot, that would have been funny. Oh, <laughs> that's such good advice. All right, well. Let's quick run through our fun rapid fire. We'll try to keep them rapid fire because I don't want to keep you too long here, Jake. But you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite business software? My favorite business software? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, QuickBooks. Ooh. Oh. It boring. is good. I use QuickBooks. Um, I freaking <laughs> love it. Sending my invoices out, being able to like track all my expenses because then when it comes to taxes time... My tax lady has everything she needs and I don't have to do anything. Yep. Yep. So yep. money, I think knowing your finances is the key to like winning. So yes. <laughs> it is. Okay, maybe we, we need to get a QuickBooks expert. Can they teach QuickBooks on a podcast? Probably not very good. Um <laughs> okay, anyway. hard. Um, all right. Do you have any sticky notes on your desk or more journal or not really a note taker? Um, I have a photo. <laughs> that is not the same. Well, okay, oh my no, I can't. I can't show the podcasters this photo. I know, as your point. Maybe you can put it in the podcast notes. This is uh, thing. Let me screenshot okay. here. So this is a photo of me at a wedding. Oh last, my gosh! Like I think this year. Wait, hold on, I'm again. I remember <laughs> just being very, very happy at this wedding, and I took I it, it, and I, like, it's now on my desk as just a reminder, like, I'm happy like doing what I'm doing. That's cool. I love that. Okay. So, it is, it's not a sticky note, but it's close. Okay, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> if you could fly anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? And leave all responsibilities at home. No financial boundaries. Part of me would want to go to Australia to see some um, oh. my friends that live there because I mm-hmm. miss them. Um, but if I had to choose 
anywhere. Just for you. We're talking just, just for, for you. Forget mm, about yeah. your friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Copenhagen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going there. Have you seen Avery's? Like Avery has a reel from like when her and Mike went to tech, like went to Copenhagen. Our friend Avery Phillips, for those who don't yes. know, Avery Phillips. Yeah, Avery Phillips. Shout out. Go Amazing. follow her. My bestie. Um, I need to go look at this now. She has a reel, and like I'm like, okay, Copenhagen. Like I'm about to go there. <laughs> That's like, hilarious. I want to go there in the fall. Like everybody looks so like cute. This is the most. Like, Boyfriend the mitten huh? vibes ever. It's, yeah, it fits that. so well. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, you don't want to go to like sweatshirt, walking around with yeah. coffee. It's like, very you. Love it. Fall vibes, big fan. So <laughs> I want to. That's like one of the places I really want to go to right also, now. Also, just right. like but I've already you been to Italy, have, so you can have fall vibes that you're not busy working <laughs> as a photographer. <laughs> like okay, but also I'm a. It's kind of weird, but. I'm a big fan of traveling to cold places. That is weird. That's weird. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I want to go someplace warm. I'm like, let's go play someplace cold. Like, let's Well, go I guess to, that's like... that's on brand for being boy from the mitten, since mitten is always, not always, but mainly cold. Yeah. It's on but, brand. But, like, I love the PNW. Okay. I love, like, I like going there in the winter when it's, like, snow. Um, I like to snowboard, so I just like winter sports. Ooh, I'll so. go with you. I snowboard. So, hey, let's go. I'll watch and drink spiked hot chocolate on the sidelines. <laughs> I'll do that too. <laughs> on the sidelines. From the hot tub in the Because there's uh, definitely uh, sidelines on it. It's a little ice key. I was like, literally, she has a gun. <laughs> My family keeps trying to say, oh, we're going to do a Christmas trip out west and go skiing and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like you love to ski, though, Kelsey. Well, I had a bit of a traumatizing experience when I was in, like, fifth grade (laughs) on the bunny hill. Kelsey, I have a stuck on the rope. I was the oldest kid, and all these little kids were behind me, and my skis got crossed (laughs) going up the hill on the rope. And so it's just like, bang, bang, bang. I had a pile up of, like, five fourth graders, and I'm this, like, seventh grader. I'm stuck. I'm yelling at my dad. I'm like, come help me. I had no idea to uncross my skis. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, that's so my dad's yelling at me. We're both crying by the end of the day. Okay, this is how I snowboard, though. You have to go to a place that has a lot of different restaurants and bars and coffee shops on the mountain. Okay. And you make a trail of where you want to go eat and drink. There we go. And you go go from this place to this place. I need That's how I do it. <laughs> My sister lives in Denver now. They still time. on the mountain. So yeah. <laughs> we'll make it happen eventually. I just need to read okay. myself. Wow. I don't know how we got there. I have like no <laughs> tears. Okay. Two more really quick questions. What's your Enneagram yeah. number? Oh, this might not be a quick question. <laughs> oh, is that, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It just always opens up. Are you can saying that I don't know? No, I'm saying we had um, this conversation in the car right, too. <laughs> I know. I'm either an Enneagram uh, 8 wing 7 or an Enneagram 4, Enneagram 4 wing 3. So I've taken the test multiple times and they always come back between those two. Hey, same. So same, same, same. I think I'm a eight wing seven. That's what I am. Because homeboy feels that FOMO. 
But I'm I also a very emotional person, so I don't know. Eights are emotional. I'm yeah. very emotional. But like, I'm a four on the emotional scale. Oh. Like, whew. <laughs> Anyways, all my, friend, all my friends think I'm a four, so. Interesting. Oh, I keep okay. forgetting we're recording, and this is so fun. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> last question. I know, it's so good. Last question. How many beverages are out on your desk currently or during a typical work day? What are they? Okay, so I have You looked at both sides. <laughs> Starbucks chai with <gasps> My two sister's shot- bringing me that right... <gasps> with two shots of espresso? No, three shots of espresso. Oh. I got Did an extra one to give me a little friends? kick for this. <laughs> what kind um, of milk do you get? I have my two Red Bulls from oh yesterday. <laughs> and my morning Powerade, so... Well... So this right. is how boy from the men is boy from the men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot all makes sense now. <laughs> I don't go to sleep till like three a.m., so Clearly. that's kind of my issue. <laughs> so well, this ten a.m. recording was an early early wake up call. I had to wake up early for this. I was a little <laughs> nervous I was gonna make it. <laughs> we appreciate it. I love it. All right, it last so last question is: We want to know what you're most excited about in your business. Coming up. Um, I'm most excited that I'm starting to see results in the way that I've been wanting to see results. Um, getting a lot more elopement inquiries. I actually Yay. just got one that I'm like super, super stoked about. It's like a dream inquiry. Copenhagen? Like next, uh, no. Okay. I would That's on the list for, now. I would do it for free. Not Put that good. out like, into the world if you All of our Copenhagen yeah. listeners. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> those Copenhagen people. <laughs> um, so I would, yeah. So I have like next week, I have a bow renewal and literally the that in like cannon beach i have a bow renewal. oh so, so like cool. this photo yay behind me people the listeners can't see it but um but it's very beautiful <laughs> i have a bow renewal there next week which i'm really excited about it's something that i've always dreamed about shooting in that location um i've gone there like four or five times and it's honestly one of the places that fuels my creativity so I am That's so pumped about that. And that is like a dream of mine. So Yay. yeah, That's seeing fun, some fun. of those like goals come to fruition is good. Awesome. Okay, Jake, where can everyone find you and see all the things that you are yeah. working on your spicy Sprite, all the things. Oh yeah, We, we didn't even touch talk, on that. We didn't wow. even talk about spicy Sprite. Wow. Oh, I guess you're going to have to go to Jake's Instagram and. Yeah. You have a highlight, I have, right? I have like a highlight. I have a reel. <laughs> um, that reel is like one of my like most shared ones for some of reason. Course. I have no idea why. Um, awesome. See, anyways. so now we're making people interested. So now you have to go yeah. figure out so what Spicy go, Sprite is. You can mm-hmm. go follow me at my Instagram handles at Boy from the Men. Perfect. So that's Boy from the Men, as in Michigan. And your website is that too, right? Boyfromthemitten.com? Boyfromthemitten.com. Perfect. So. Thank you so much, Jake. This was a breath of fresh air, I feel like. So fun. Kelsey and I said before this chat that we're excited just to have like what we started, like a coffee shop style chat, which is exactly what this is. Real, you know? Thank you so much for joining us and just dropping so many wisdom bombs on 
all with these people. Bones. I like it. With Hopefully they were. I, I, they were I feel like I forgot sure. like half of what I've said. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm we were a little back. all over the place. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it was good. So good. I took away a lot. I did too. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening in on another episode of Foyer Chats podcast. Make sure you're following along at Foyer underscore. Um, Make sure you're checking out the show notes. All the things. The Foyer. What did I say? You said Foyer. You skipped the. the, mm, Sorry. Keep going. T-H-E-F-O. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We will see you next time. Bye.